name is Andrew Daigle, and welcome to my still, as of yet, unnamed podcast. I'm here today with Mitch Olson, an assistant professor at screenwriting at KSU, Kennesaw State University. Mitch, how, how are you doing today? Doing well, Andrew. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Okay, so... I guess to get into it, could you tell me about your experiences working in screenwriting for like some major projects that you've been involved in? Uh, I started in development. Um, I moved out west after getting a creative writing degree from Florida State. Um, From there, I interned my way up and developed some really awesome projects. and then got into TV writing and I've worked on shows for NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox. Most recently, a Netflix show called The Ranch um, with Sam Elliott and Ashton Kutcher, hmm. among others. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much the quick scene. Hmm. That's pretty interesting, actually. Uh, anything like any like interesting things that you've noticed in working in there um like like what like i don't know like interesting quirks that you wouldn't necessarily know going into the job like what things did you find out that nobody else would probably know unless they'd taken the job sure uh well there's this common misconception that everybody Hollywood is super rich and that's obviously not true it's just just like any other industry with the top 1% of people make most of them Um, uh, the other thing is that while you might work on a show and be writing for 10 months uh, if that show gets cancelled or uh, ends it could be two years before you work again could be three years you could never work again it's a the thing about writing is just because you're in doesn't mean the hustle stops it's when you're a screenwriter or a writer it's a constant hustle hmm all right that's that's pretty cool so like this sort of job like how did that sort of thing translate to a to a classroom environment because i'm genuinely intrigued uh well, it actually works quickly. I got my master's degree in screenwriting as well. So I took a lot of what we did in my master's program and have instilled it in both my undergraduate and graduate classes, mainly workshop, because you can't learn how to write without actually writing. Yeah. So I throw a bunch of very theory at people um, in, in the introductory classes, and then I get them writing as fast as possible. And I sort of operate it like a professional environment where you're bringing uh you know pages to a group of people who are going to give you creative feedback and quite frankly very candid feedback because that's the type of feedback that you'd be getting at the professional level so i don't sugarcoat anything in fact i i will acknowledge things that are working but that's not the point of a workshop it's not to pat the writer on the back it's hey here's what needs to improve and why and here is a possible example of how that could look and that's very much like the industry does it so and oftentimes you don't even get the example they just tell you what's wrong and send you on your way and expect you to turn it around quickly so that's i try to instill a sense of professionalism in my classes for sure all right so 
considering your style of teaching and how a lot of it does seem to be like hands-on, uh, what do you think would be like the most challenging thing you've encountered while, you know, teaching in this current pandemic controlled like state of the world we live in now? Well, I think that I always enjoy meeting my students face to face. I think there's a, a sense of uh, uh, camaraderie that happens in a physical space that can also happen on a virtual space, but it takes a little bit longer. Usually my, my classes are, get very close very quick and in the virtual setting, it, it can take a little while. Um, hmm. But because of the collaborative nature of a workshop class, inherently those, those students become close uh, both to me and each other and that's sort of the underrated unspoken value of a college experience is the people that you meet that are like-minded and focused and who know what you know so that once you leave that place always rely on them for feedback or or hookups for jobs because no industry is it's very hard to get a job without knowing somebody anymore and that's very true in the entertainment world uh, if, if not the most true in the entertainment world so these relationships are valuable and, and it sometimes takes a little bit longer in the virtual right. setting so like because i'm you know wondering like in the back of my mind uh have any do, do you know of any of like your students who have like specifically gone on to like work in like big projects in film you know keep well i think I, I i hesitate to say big project because anything that gets made is a big deal like, oh yeah that's so so defining what a big project is i think it's important are we talking a marvel film or are we talking somebody got a feature film made and i think it's a big deal for somebody to even get a short film made and to that end uh, yes i've had several students get things made, get plugged into the industry, um, hired to write full features, um, rep, uh, you know, now they have representation from agents and managers, um, their films are in development or in production, uh, but yeah, there's a, there's quite a few of them. Um, I, I, I hesitate to give names because I don't know what the what the legalities are of the projects that they've told me about, and I wouldn't want to jeopardize their opportunities by by spilling the beans on their names or the projects yeah. that they're working on. But I will say that yes, there's quite a few. That's really nice. Hmm. So, I guess to sort of close this whole thing out, like. Do you have like any advice for students thinking about going into film either as like a major or just starting out on their own? Uh, yes, I would say make. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a writer, a producer, a director, a sound designer, a audio engineer, you have to make things. Um, the only way you're going to get noticed is to actually make things and then second part of that is like put it out there you can't no one's going to notice you until you start showing your work but you can't showcase work without making work so uh if you're a writer write if you are really smart you'll write something that is easily shot in someone's basement for a short film with two acts and not a whole lot of crazy lighting <laughs> or props so that you great because really you can tell a great story with 
you don't need all the special effects. I mean, you can tell a great story. There's two characters that have conflict and that they either resolve or don't. Um, that conflict, and there's your story. Uh, go out it. Make your mistakes early so that you're not stepping onto set once you graduate for the first time and not knowing what the hell you're doing. My suggestion is, whether you're a film major or a film minor, or you have you want to dabble or stick your toe in the water, go make, go write something, go make something. All right. Thank you, actually, for uh, for all that stuff. It was really interesting. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Happy to be here. Again, that was Mitch Olson, assistant professor screenwriting at Kennesaw State University. And uh, this is Andrew Daigle signing off. Have a good day, Mitch. You too, man. Thanks. Thanks.